What's up guys welcome to everyday 101 this is karan i am a career and mindset coach and today is sunday and on sunday i take a lot of career questions that i get throughout the week on various social media platforms that i have presence so stay tuned maybe you will find a question that you also have and i'll be answering it here and that's why i answer around 10 to 12 questions every sunday on this episode now these questions are generally something that can be beneficial to a lot of people and we discuss a lot of different things so if you're really interested in knowing them then please continue listening to this episode so let's see let's see what what are the questions that i have got on this week so question number 1 is what are the things that i can do in 12th grade that will make my profile strong well uh, the person who is asking this question i would like to tell you that and other people as well you know when we are in 11th and 12th class what we are supposed to do is just study we are supposed to study we need we are supposed to crack an exam and then we are supposed to get a good college given that if you can get a good college if that is your goal like if you are into engineering or law or medicine or maybe even uh, just graduation you know for that you need great scores in 12th grade or you need to crack an exam so if that is your goal just completely focus on that goal and crack a good exam and get a good college now if you don't get a good college that's okay but if you do get it uh, the pedigree that you are getting and by that i mean the brand of the college does really matter in indian context now i am not from a brand college i am an engineer a computer engineer by 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 education and i am not from a brand college and because i am not from a brand college i missed out on a lot of opportunities that the people from brand colleges get now even if i have those skills i do miss out on something sure i can make it up for Uh, them through my better profile so that's a different thing so what are the things that you are supposed to do is just make your profile strong is to just study whatever subjects you have so that you can score good in boards if you get a good college through boards or to study for the competitive exams that you are preparing for that is the best thing that i would suggest and if you have just entered in 12th grade and if you have an exam next year then there's still time you can still crack some exams you can still get good great marks in 12th grade and that would go a long way i'm not generally a supporter of you know just uh, giving preference to people from top colleges in fact i don't really care and i don't really like the people who just make this up that i am from a top college and you're from a lower college so you are bad i don't believe in that but it does really matter for average people for the normal people like us it does really matter in a middle class family so that is something that you should focus on if not if that is not your goal if you are okay with just going on your own path maybe becoming a freelancer or becoming an entrepreneur then in that case i would just say that while studying whatever you are studying uh, just focus on the things that you enjoy like i know a lot of people who are in their 12th class and they are good content writers they are good digital marketers they are good coders and they have focused on that so they have made their profile strong so there are a lot of things that you can do just do whatever interests you because when we are in 12th we are barely 18 or 17 and our brain is really flushing with a lot of adrenaline a lot of testosterone or estrogen um in the case of females and as well it also has a lot more hormones so we have that learning ability we have our brains really creative and active so you can do whatever you want just don't neglect your studies because it still does matter unless 
you are from a family where it doesn't really matter if you study much or not or if your goals don't align with the traditional degree ones which is again okay so that's what you can do and that's my suggestions for that let's see question number 2 and this is again a very important question the question is what advice would you like to give me for studying in private engineering college well i studied from a private engineering college well not particularly private it was a, it was a deemed to be university so it's not completely private and the fees that i gave was equivalent to the fees that are given by students at top engineering government colleges it's equal to that so i didn't pay really high fees so there are two scenarios one scenario is what is the fees and what are you getting out of it right there are just two things behind that so what is the fees do you have to take a loan for that if you are have to take a loan for that then please don't take it if it's not a good college see if it's a good college where you get placements where which has a name like manipal university again it's a good college it's it has a brand or bits pilani which is again very top college right it's a private college and then there's vit manipal and kalinga and mit and these these institutions are generally you know very expensive they will suck your the money out of your pocket and you won't specifically get anything so if you have to take a loan for that don't if your family can afford it without any extra burden on their financial health then again you can get it but don't take a loan for it only take loan for top colleges don't take loan for private engineering colleges unless it's something like bits pilani which is again i think <laughs> the one of in itself where it's a private college which is equivalent to iits so yes for that you can take a loan but i don't think there is any other engineering college which will provide the same level of uh, exposure and same level of knowledge and same level of environment as any other college right so the thing is that you know for private engineering college don't take a loan don't put financial burden on your parents choose a college which is cheaper uh, start learning those skills if it's computer science or it then start learning those skills maintain your grades if you wish to go for higher studies but the best advice is very simple is that never take a loan or never put financial burden on your parents only go there if you can really really afford it or if it's really really top college uh, which is you know which can get you good placements and you can repay the loan right so again in that case you can do it otherwise don't and that's my advice for private engineering college i seriously don't like them the quality of education is zero and the fees is so so high that you know it will just rip your bank account hmm so this is again a personal question that someone has asked me question number 3 is programming your real passion or did you make it because it pays well well i am a computer engineer i have worked as a software engineer i know a little bit of programming i won't say i am an expert on that and no programming is not my passion but technology is my passion i love technology i love the ins and outs i love understanding how things work in different technologies i i love how different technologies are built and that's why i love love it no now programming is not my passion and surely it pays well in certain careers so the thing is that you know programming is a tool it's basically a tool that can help you do something or it 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 is a tool that can help you 
make a computer do something so basically it is something you know giving commands to a computer that's what programming is now there are many versions of it there's machine learning data science uh, web development business analysis software testing and android development there are a lot of things uh, that are available so the thing is that you can pick any of those careers and if you really like it you can go ahead and do it right because it pays well technology pays well if you know really good stuff but and if it it becomes your passion then again it's amazing because you never know that how much you can do if you are a great coder you can do simply anywhere you know in the world you can work in any developed country you can get a job in any developed country if you are a good programmer but surely i didn't you know it's not my passion but here's the deal you know i don't like the concept of just taking a part in competitions of programming or just taking a lot of interviews what i like the concept of programming is that you know you should try it because it enhances your uh, pro problem solving mindset also it gives you a little bit of skill set at the second at this uh, you know on second point uh, if you are a businessman and if you wish to start a tech tech startup which involves technology then knowing programming can really really help which again is going to help me because i have that background sure i might need to get a tech tech co-founder but even at that point i can understand it and i can do it and i can understand if the things are going right or wrong and i can also troubleshoot so the thing is that it's a good skill to have if you wish to be an expert in it because it's a full time career it takes a lot of efforts it takes a lot of time i didn't really make it my full time career probably i might become the tech founder of a tech company so in that case i might be doing it so it's not really my passion but it's a tool that i can use hmm question number 4 again this is very good and a lot of people can learn from it question number 4 is that what is the future of government jobs in india if government officers are being paid less as compared to the corporate sector well the thing is that this question is really really uh, covers a lot of things first thing is that you know uh, the future of government jobs in in sectors like you know excise taxation that's quite safe for you know civil services it's quite safe but if we talk about psus uh, engineers or management in in psus or you know the government companies basically so those companies are getting privatized which means the government uh, jobs will die in psus but they will still remain there in su suppose like banks or maybe some and a department like excise taxation or maybe defense so those jobs are good they pay really good Uh, even the salary of a clerk is really really good the corporate sector if we cover it you know there are two things you can say the organized sector and the unorganized sector so the unorganized sector surely doesn't pay much the organized sector which is like the top companies not all of them pay really good you know a starting salary of an engineer a computer engineering is around 20000 25000 and a starting salary of a government clerk is much higher than that in most cases not all cases obviously depends on uh, you know branch to branch but generally there are plus there are a lot of benefits like health benefits if you are working for central government you get all of the insurance also insurance for your kids and people who are dependent on you i think your wife or something like that and besides that you also get other schemes and other benefits so that's an advantage in that case but the thing is that you know if we look at the money in hand like if an engineer suppose after a few years if an engineer is earning 2 lakhs per month suppose that engineer is good 
and a government employee might only be earning one lakh which is again very high as compared uh, but still it's not as high as 2 lakhs so if we compare the difference of 1 lakh in that 1 lakh the government employee is getting insurance the government employee is getting maybe transportation depending on the job that the he or she has a good working hours a good work life balance and uh, you know all of those benefits but in corporate sector you have to you know take your own accommodation take your own you know pay all of that so it basically evens out right it generally evens out surely if we talk about the high echelons of corporate sector like ceos and executives they earn more maybe some of the people might earn 3 lakhs 4 lakhs but that's bilkul top thing so those guys are totally different because they are the executives but general character you know uh, if we look at the benefits and all of that then government jobs are good but uh, again there is a possibility that government jobs will get automated they will get you know less and less openings will be there in the future as we have seen from previous uh, scenarios i have seen you know numbers of government jobs is going down so i would say that just learn skills and start working wherever you want and basically fo- focus on the money where you are getting and the growth and the learning so government jobs don't really have learnings and growth they just have a job and there is no growth and learning which corporate sector does so if that is important to you then corporate sector is better and generally i don't really prefer the government jobs because besides the defense forces or a job like ifs that is indian foreign service i don't like any other job in the government so if you can get those jobs amazing awesome i love you but if you don't then i won't really care or i think world might care because people really like the government jobs but i don't and i don't really suggest that you spend years and years because i have personally seen people who have spent years and years doing and preparing for those jobs for few years and not getting it even people a lot of people ask me you know they have been preparing for government jobs for since last 6 7 8 9 years even one guy told me that he was preparing from 12 years and he still didn't get any job so he wasted his 20s i don't really suggest you wasting your 20s just enjoy your 20s explore your 20s and just do a lot of different stuff in your 20s let's see question number 5 question number 5 is why it professionals are getting very high package in bangalore though they are not from tier 1 college well here's the deal you know bangalore has very high living expenses and that's why people generally get higher packages in bangalore as compared to other cities though this is not true for all cities in india it is true for cities in countries like us or you know europe where Uh, people really get salaries depending on the city that they are working in if they are working in the same role then they will be getting same salary in that particular area but in india it doesn't really work however we have seen that you know there is a pay difference in bangalore people generally ask for higher money because the living expenses are higher so yes that's why they are getting higher packages in bangalore second thing is that bangalore is the silicon valley of india which basically means that there are many tech startups over there there are many companies over there and that's why it because there are more companies so we can easily hear that people are getting higher packages over there i don't think there is any other reason for getting that besides talking about tier 1 college and you know tier 2 and 3 colleges i would like just like to say that you know 
tier one college does really matter um, as a brand but if you have skills if you have experience you can get into any top company i have personally i personally know people who are really doing in, well in top companies while working from tier two colleges and you know while study they studied in tier two colleges and they got some experience in some stupid companies and then they went on to work in one of the uh you can say fang companies right so i have seen people do that so it's totally about your skills especially you know companies are more and more switching towards skills so tier 1 college matters but if you have skill if you have a portfolio you can trump that hmm question number 6 question number 6 is that should i consider dropping from my masters if my ultimate aim is to get a government job as i barely get any time for self study for government exams ps i am currently 20 years old well because you are 20 years old don't drop out i'll tell you why because see here's the thing when you drop out of your degree you don't get that degree all of your efforts money and all of that get wasted right if you are studying in a good college or if you are studying in a degree which is beneficial like an mtech right so it's a tech degree in that case you can really get advantage in certain careers right so but if there is you know if you are studying something like masters in political science or maybe masters in uh, something like you know biology right so those degrees are not really useful unless you really want to go ahead for phd's if you don't want to go ahead for phd's then sure you can drop out but if you are not also doing some professional degrees uh, in masters degrees again i think you have done because you are 20 years old and i think you have just enrolled this year in masters degree and i think you have a 3 year graduation because you are 20 years old so according to that i think uh, you are enrolled in something like political science or biology or some of that stuff so here's the deal if it's a quantitative field Uh, like physics you can get a job in machine learning or data science because they require masters degree in quantitative field and you know but that's a total different scenario and i don't think you are aiming for that so if you just want to self study i would suggest that you know prepare for government exams i know masters degree is a full time thing but as we know there's covid so i don't think there there's a lot of college so just do so much work for your college that is required to pass and then study for government exams but ultimately it's your call if you really want to drop out then again you can drop out because you already have a bachelor's degree so you don't really need a master's degree in most cases so that's by case by case because you haven't written which what kind of degree are you doing i would have suggested you know uh, depending on that what degree are you doing so i would have easily su- suggested you if i would have just known what master's degree you are doing but in that case you can do whatever you want ha huh. so let's see question number 7 question number 7 is around 80% of engineers are unemployed how can we prepare engineers for the jobs of tomorrow well here's the deal this is a misconception not 80% of engineers are not unemployed 80% of engineers are unemployable which basically means that they are unemployable in engineering and i'll tell you you know a funny situation here maybe uh 18% or you know all of the jobs engineering you know students if we look at it maybe 1/8 or 1/10 or maybe 1/7 around these kind of engineers are it and computer engineers and they don't really you know they might struggle getting a job but they can get a job other engineers like mechanical civil chemical electrical 
electronics these kind of engineers don't or can't really find work in their own specified area so what they do is they either end up working in management they either end up working jobs like banking they either end up working for it companies so they are not unemployed because we i recently checked we just have an, an unemployment rate of less than 10% in us it's 12 13% and in india it's fluctuating but sometimes it le- it's even less than 7% and sometimes right now it's less than 10% due to covid and a lot of people lost their jobs at this moment and secondary thing is that you know in rural areas because there's not a lot to do at this uh, point of time and that's why they have just seasonal unemployment so in that case you know most engineers are not unemployment that's a misconception they either do something else but they are not getting jobs in engineering departments and there is two there are two reasons for that number one is engineering colleges are simply not giving enough good education and second thing is that you know we don't have enough uh, requirement the economy doesn't have the enough requirement for civil engineers or you can say mechanical or electrical engineers you know we don't simply have requirement for them right so that's the reason and they are not unemployed they are just unemployable in their fields they certainly get a job maybe if we consider the average of 10% we can easily say that you know they at least you know out of 100% at least 90% of engineers are employed at least somewhere and if you don't know i have read some studies which says that engineers are the most employable people which means you know overall if we consider engineers are the most employable people and i think i know because the curriculum is uh, you know a little harsh it's a little uh, something that requires more hard work so they work hard second thing is that they have good quantitative aptitude so they are more suitable for jobs that require quantitative aptitude which a lot of jobs do and third thing is that you know uh, because they are engineers so they have this particular you know that's what i have learned in my engineering time that they have this special mindset i think which again helps them get jobs and i think they are again easy with technology and all of that stuff so maybe that's why uh, they are the most employable people hmm question number 8 it's again very good question and the question is from a mechanical background is it possible to switch careers in the it sector with 3 year gap and no prior experience of it field yes absolutely even if you are a mechanical engineer and if you wish to work in it sector and if you have a 3 year gap with your degree which basically means that maybe you graduated in 2017 and you haven't found a job since and maybe you prepared for government job or maybe you were trying for something else but you couldn't do it and now you want to get into it field it is certainly possible but do, you know you can't expect the salaries as same as people from your batch like people from batch like 2017 if you passed out there if they are earning 50000 at this moment or if they are earning 80 90 1 lakh 1000 1 lakh rupees per month if they are earning that much you can't expect that much because you are just a fresher so you need to start as a fresher so you can't lose your heart over there surely you can get it but you need to learn those skills and do it as soon as possible because a lot of big corporates don't really like gaps they don't even care you know uh, give you a one year gap so you might get a job in it sector but in smaller companies certainly not in big companies because they hire from newer batches and they don't like gaps i don't know why that's some fucked up stupid stuff but that's how they work 
So let's ahead uh, go ahead with the question number eight and uh, question number eight is I think eight, I think it is eight question. I think I have covered seven questions, whatever. So let's consider it eight. I mean, this is a really good question. The question number eight is amazing, awesome. Question number eight is what is the job best job to have to be the most altruistic to society? Now, if you don't know what altruistic to society means, it basically means that you are useful to society, where you care about other human beings, where you just you know live for other human beings, you care about their happiness, their improvement, their growth. Well, I would say suggest two. Number one is certainly starting an NGO or getting working with an NGO. Sure, it won't pay you the highest salaries, but the thing is, you know, when you are working with NGOs, you actually face a lot of stuff and you get to love society and you get to do things for society. So again, the thing is that yes, you can go ahead and you know just be altruistic to the society you know the helpful to the society if you join an NGO that's one thing second thing is that you know if you can start a business just think of it this way when you start a business you can hire a lot of people you can contribute to the Indian economy you can pay government taxes and uh, you can positively change or impact a lot of people you can solve a problem for a lot of people that's how a business runs so if you start do do that then that is again really really altruistic to society that's my point of view and i think we should really really you know uh, we should really embrace businessmen which we generally don't do we just think that those guys just only care about money sure people there are people like that but we can't give a bad name because they pay the taxes that we can't they employ us that we are not doing and they are really contributing to the economy that we aren't and they are making our life easier think your life without zomato without swiggy without uber without ola without uh, reliance fresh without uh, other reliance trends and other companies which you use every single day suppose if they didn't exist Will we be getting all of that stuff? Will we get all of the good things that are out there? No, we won't. So we should respect businesses and we should always care about them. And we should support small businesses because we never know that those small businesses might be changing a lot of lives in future. So let's see question number 10. Again, this is a good question, a common question. Question is, what are the career options except medical if I have PCBS subject? I scored 97% in 12 CBSE. So 97% is a really good score. It's really competitive. So you can easily get, you know, if you don't want to get into medicine, which basically means you don't want to be a doctor or a nurse or a paramedic, like that stuff. Again, I think I'll also exclude pharma because pharma is again related to medicine. So if you don't want all of that subjects, then, you know, uh, Something that comes to my mind and people really suffer in the who has taken biology and who hasn't taken mathematics. Now, a lot of good courses like if you go for statistics or mathematics or economics, they require you to have mathematics as a background. If you have biology, they won't hire you. But, you know, that's where it really sucks. And because when you keep mathematics out of your degrees, it really shortens your options, right? So what can you do? You can uh, take up any of the arts options. One good option would be to take a bachelor's degree in one particular language like German or Spanish or maybe if Asian languages, then you can have a great career like Korean, Japanese or Chinese. You can learn that. Then there's mass communication. I think some economics degree might also hire you. Uh, if you have a little bit of interest in that, physics you can do and if you can do in physics then what will happen is you know uh, 
you can later on switch to have a master's degree in mathematics or statistics and that way you can get into data science or data analytics or if you are lucky you can get a degree in bca which is uh, bachelor's in computer applications again with which you can work in the tech industry or you can get a bsc in it and you know uh, computer science i think these are all the things that you can do so there are a lot of things that you can do physiotherapy is again there which i don't consider in medicine sure it is related to that but physiotherapy again can help you earn a lot of money if you do better in that so these are the career options that you can take it's totally up to you what you want to do and i really believe that if you miss out on mathematics you don't if you don't take mathematics then it will really really affects your what what you can do so it affects your chances of doing some good stuff so let's just look at question number 10 i i think i'll take the last question because otherwise this episode will be become will become very longer the question is is the non profit sector good for a job and money well it's not to be honest you know there are certain non profit companies who are just there to launder black money into white money they just do that and they are front for some political purposes and they are just doing the bad for the country so there you might get a lot of money but that money is bad money it's blood money it's 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 black money so that that is something that i won't suggest but yes there are many non profit companies in there and yes they hire a lot of people and yes they pay you money but again this is good for a job if you really love to give to the society because this is one of the way that you pay back to the society and the money part it's okay unless you have started it unless you have a control over uh, how money is allocated i don't think you are able to make a lot of money through that but you will be doing a lot of good work so make sure that you understand that and make sure that you do your own part by the way if you are still doing some job for your own work on weekends you can get involved with these non profit sectors and maybe you know even if they are not paying you money you can do good for the society and i think that is a good way to go ahead and that's what i do i i have been involved with a lot of organizations when i, I was in my college I was involved with leo uh, which is basically something like you know uh, the child organization of lions international which is a big top uh, you know one of the top ngos in the world so it's it's very old too i think it started in 1917 and it's it's more than 100 years old and they have this child organization called leo which uh, works in a lot of schools and colleges so it was in my college so i was a part of that after that i was a part of uh, one step which is a, a corporate social responsibility program in my company where i worked when i left that company obviously one step was missed out but i got enrolled in robin hood army so what what they basically do is they take food from restaurants or events where the food is left we test that food and then we take that food to the needy people so again that is a good thing and you only have to work on you know volunteer on saturdays and sunday so it's a good work currently i'm not involved with anyone again there's covid and you know i don't really have time for that but certainly if i would be you know this is my mindset that the business that i am starting i am surely going to keep some kind of giving back to the society thing surely uh, all of my businesses will be based on giving back to the society but even in that i would just directly giving the benefits 
in certain cases so suppose if i'll go ahead with credistic which i wish to make the best online university that that's my plan i mean it's not final but if i do that surely i'll give some of the degrees and some of the things to students i'll provide students with the education using that scholarship you can consider it scholarship or full scholarship where they can get good education without paying a single rupee that's it so that's what i wish to do and let's see how it goes so i'll see you tomorrow until then happy learning and bye bye